Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. Welcome back to Overnight America. And I keep watching to see if there's any new numbers. I keep refreshing online to see if, for some reason, Arizona has done another drop. Maybe Georgia. Yeah, that margin in Georgia continues to narrow, narrow, narrow. And it narrows the other way when it comes to um, uh, everything that's going on in Arizona. So it's just so hard to tell which way it's going to go and which one. I got to say, we're going to uh, we're done with our guests for tonight. So we, we've had a couple of great guests on to talk about the election. But really, I want to hear mostly from you because we like to keep that invitation open. And I just... When I look at this, I still don't feel confident that Donald Trump will win. I feel like the odds are too far against him. This is going to be a, a lot of grounds to make up. It's not that he can't do it. He, I think he likes a fight, but man, it, this is cutting it way too close. And I think there's too many things that have to line up for him to take it to be considered, hey, he's going to be the next and, and be reelected without the without the Supreme Court coming in or there's some sort of legal battle that would reverse course on a Wisconsin or Michigan. What's your level? Do you have a confidence level? Do you think Joe Biden is going to win? Are you confident that Donald Trump will win? Do you feel any different today than you did before the election? 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. I, to me... I went into this election thinking that Joe Biden was going to win. I started to try to mentally prepare myself for it because I didn't want that to happen. That's not the outcome I was hoping for. But, hey, I had to be ready for it. And like 2016, I became ready for the possibility that Hillary Clinton was going to be president. And all of a sudden, Donald Trump was able to take the thing and move it forward. And for the last four years, a lot has happened in the United States if you want to look at some of the good things, great economic fortune. We've had redoing of some of our deals. We've had pressuring China, which is something that no one's really had. The, the, um, the, the I, I don't know what you would say, and I don't want to say anything out of turn, but I don't think anyone's had the guts to do it before. I think they were too afraid, or maybe they thought it would be impossible to do that to China. So with that... We have found there's been also a, a bigger support to the black community and an investment in there through Donald Trump's presidency. We've seen more jobs come back, uh, getting rid of NAFTA and putting together a new deal with Canada and Mexico. That's a good deal. We've also seen, in general, 
through this pandemic some pretty terrible things. And that has really hurt the chances because leading up to and before the pandemic, what you had was a Donald Trump almost guaranteed victory. People were very impressed that he was able to do all these things and everyone was flying high. And then here we are today. And it takes a worldwide pandemic that Donald Trump had nothing to do with in order to take him down. What's the luck there? If you want to think about him and the luck it took to get into the White House, um, this is the opposite. So maybe he used all this luck in 2016 and it's over. I'm sure there's things that he would want to do differently. Maybe he thought his approach is I'll be able to bulldoze through this and I'll be able to keep my head down and just keep on course. And then people eventually will realize they're better off with me than they were during the Obama administration. Because when he did those polls, more people, I mean, it was high, it was like 56% or something, which is about 10 percentage points higher than during the Obama administration when you were to ask, are you better off now than you were four years ago? And th if that was just the indicator alone, that would have been enough. But here we are. The, Questions about our debt, questions about how we're going to pay it off, questions about everything. There, there's just so many variables up in the air. I don't know if this is more or less just a vindication that half of America just hates Donald Trump so much. Or maybe this is a vindication that for some reason people just don't like the idea of uh, the policies or the control. I don't know. I, I just don't see people excited for Joe Biden. You see people excited for Donald Trump. Half of America is. I just don't see excitement for Joe Biden. So is it just more of a vindication of there's more hate for Donald Trump than there is love? Let's go to Ryan, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Good evening. How are you doing tonight? Doing all right. Good. Well, normally I don't go on talk shows, but I, I'm obviously listening to you. And it's funny because you're, you're talking exactly the— same things I'm thinking, and I'm worn out, literally worn out. I'm a Republican, but honestly, I, I don't see Trump winning at this point. And unfortunately, I think part of it's self-inflicted. There is some of that. I think that he could have made it easier for himself, and he decided to go the other route. He decided to, you know, he's a guy that sometimes forgets he's president, and sometimes forgets he's a politician. If he doesn't want to be a politician, that's fine. But he forgets that there is a game to play at times if you want to be able to use that goodwill in the future. But more or less, he doesn't uh, bank it. <laughs> he's like, live in the moment, let's fight the fight. Doesn't back well, down. But unfortunately, sometimes he fights his own allies, which is a problem, and it shows now. Well, the problem is he did a lot of good things, assuming he doesn't get reelected. I'm talking in past tense, but he did a lot of good things. But, he, you know, when he opens his mouth sometimes, you know, people tend to forget about it because he says some pretty negative things sometimes. And he's very polarizing and people tend to remember all the negatives. Mm -hmm. But I think part of the problem, and he's right to criticize mainstream media, is that the things that are brought up, there's a lot of unfair criticisms that are used and it just fuels it. So uh, I, I can see him being unfairly criticized and then absolutely yeah and that plays a part into it too and then maybe that enables him to just continue on his path because he's saying it doesn't matter what i do <laughs> they'll just continue to do this to me anyway um uh, thank you very much for the call ryan and yeah i do feel exhausted by all of this just like you do i'm, I'm just waiting for it to go I'm, I'm just waiting for it to go away Well, between that and COVID, i'm just ready for a vacation 
I could use one of those too. I don't even know if I'll get a vacation this year. I don't know what it was like at your work, but a lot of people had their vacations canceled over the summer. So they got all this vacation time they need to use, but no place to go. And like, just like everyone else, people are trying to figure out how they're going to traffic all those things in the workplace. Uh, Okay. Thank you for your call. Good to hear from you tonight. Thank you. 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900. I think I mixed those numbers up. Let's go to Pete. Welcome to Overnight America. Hi, how's it going tonight? Doing all right. You know, what really set this country into a spin is the news media. It, it, it's been destroyed. You can't trust them. You know what? Ever since I, I you know what, I wasn't big into politics until Donald Trump ran and i went to i went to his rally before he was you know president um in lacrosse wisconsin and what he spoke i i said you know what i'm looking at a president i just the way he spoke and the way everything went right down to i ran out to the airport and seen his plane taxing how big it was Oh yeah, and and I and then I went to the news media, and it, and I said, and I thought, where was I? You know, I wasn't the same place they were. Hmm. You just what you From witnessed for your own, with your own eyes was not what was being reported. That's a that's something that a lot of people will absolutely attest to. It's it, it's so. One-sided. The news media has just destroyed itself, and it, and it destroyed America because that's what kept everybody honest. Is the news media used to be? Yeah. You know, if I, if, if, if somebody in politics didn't want to, you know, try to finagle something, the news media used to catch it and and. No matter who it was, Democrat, Republican, uh, weed party, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, they, they would have did something. Yeah, I'm trying to find a quote from Dave Rubin, and he summed it up, and he did a great job summing it up. Um, so let me see if I can find it real quick because I wanted to read it to you. But what you are saying is exactly um, what I think he summed up pretty well. But basically... He was talking about some of the irregularities that you see in some of the votes just getting dropped off in these these giant swings. And he said, normally you would look towards the media in order to try to explain this sort of thing. But the media either ignores it or tries to defend it. And it goes to show you that's why people can't trust it, because normally the job of the journalist would be to get to the bottom of it and definitively tell you what happened, as opposed to try to influence with their own bias um, why it's okay. And that's how things have changed and why so many people are distrustful of all of this. I wish I could find that tweet. It was very well written. I'm not doing it justice. Uh, but, Pete, thank you very much for your call. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. You know, it's one of those nights. I don't want it to be a quiet night. I I do not feel confident that Donald Trump is going to win this, even though he has a chance. I would feel a lot better if he were to flip Arizona tonight. That would be great. And who knows, maybe we can get some more numbers in tonight and feel 
uh, if that's a possibility or not. Maybe some people are just ready for it to end. Maybe you're still rooting. Maybe you're looking at it one way or the other. Maybe you have confidence that Donald Trump will win. I, I see confidence online, but when I talk to people, I just don't feel it. This is Overnight America KMOX. Weekday mornings at 8.30, Charlie Brennan and Amy Marks Kors provide perspective on KMOX and KMOX.com. Overnight America continues. You know, the margin on Nevada is extremely slim, too. I mean, that could go to Donald Trump, but you're pretty much looking at a Hail Mary pass. I mean, if, if the Trump presidency has the ball in their hands, they still have to march down the field. So is Donald Trump more like Tom Brady or is he more like uh, Joey Harrington? Now, keep in mind, I grew up in the Detroit area, so I've got many disappointing memories of Joey Harrington leading the uh, Detroit Lions to a loss, but probably not the best example. (laughs) But here's what I uh, here's what I look at. If I continue to look at it, let's say Donald Trump takes Georgia, North Carolina and Pennsylvania. Let's say he's got the leads. He keeps the leads. Still not enough to win. He'd have to take either Arizona or Nevada. And it's possible. Because with Arizona coming back, possible. By the way, um, some news that came in just not that long ago, it looks like Donald Trump is also planning on taking some legal action against Arizona, at least indicated that he would be. How are you feeling? Do you think that uh, Donald Trump is going to win this? Do you have any confidence in him? Do you feel like this is a guaranteed Joe Biden win? Let's take some of your calls in. Dan has been holding the line. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, uh, You know, you're going to be all right, Ryan, after this is all over. If Trump loses, you're going to be able to make (laughs) it through all this, I'm I'm sure. And I hope Rush Limbaugh will do it uh, also. Uh, He was really down and out today talking. But I didn't get to hear uh, Rush Limbaugh, but yeah, people told me to to listen to it. Yeah, he didn't uh, sound too uh, positive today, talking Hmm. bad about people. But anyway, uh, the reason I'm calling is that, you know, Trump was his worst enemy, dividing the United States with this red and blue stuff. And he's divided a lot of families. He's divided my family. My brother thinks this is the greatest man that's ever walked the face of the third and everything. And I, I couldn't stand Trump. I wouldn't vote for Trump. I wouldn't even give him a glass of water out in the desert if he needed it and that stuff mm. because of the, how cocky he is. Now, if he would have come in and been the president, and, you know, and done things for uh, the United States instead of uh, the Republican states, I would have had a whole different thought on this man. But when you uh, are walking over across the street from the White House with a Bible and holding it upside down and gassing people uh, in, the, in the meantime while you're walking over there or separating your children from your uh, parents or shutting down the country and then walking out in the front of the White House and saying how proud you are of yourself, I mean, I can't respect a man like that, and you know, and he's put this country in a major debt with all this money that he has spent, and uh, and it's going to be hard. Whoever the president is, we're going to go into a major depression, and it's going to cost us. And then uh, you know, and the thing I'm looking forward to the most, if Biden cannot uh, carry on being president, I'm looking forward to have a woman as a president. I think it's going to make history. I think she will be fantastic. And I think these other countries are going to love it off. Let me let me just say this real quick, Dan, because I'm curious. You said your brother is a strong Trump supporter. Is, is that what you said? Dan, are you there? Hello, Dan. Oh, did we lose him? Eh, 
uh, uh, you know, so this is, I was going to try to make this point real quick. There's a lot of different things that he brought up there, but thank you for your call. I think that a lot of the hate that we see for Donald Trump, some warranted, a lot unwarranted. If you're talking about how families have changed and they that maybe my brother is different than me or that, this is what we normally see. We normally see that though you support Donald Trump and would vote for him, that you're not going to cut family members out of your uh, family because of this. You're not going to stop communication for it. In fact, a lot of times you find those that support Donald Trump want to have that conversation. And though it may get passionate, you're not going to lose family members over it. It's normally the other way around. It's the Democrats that hate Donald Trump that would be willing to cut their family out. And I'm just going to point this out real quick. And I don't know what his individual, because I wanted to ask him this to, to try to figure it out. If that's the case, that's more of a you problem than a Donald Trump problem. Think of it this way. If you're willing to cut a family member out based on who they voted for for the president, it's not about the president. It's about you. That needs to be said. So keep that in mind. And I don't know what his stance I could have talked to him more. Let's go to Robert, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I wanted to. I'm very optimistic uh, with Trump. I think he's going to be more like a Tom Brady. I think he's got legal challenges coming up. And um, I think from the day he was elected, the Democrats had portrayed him as a white supremacist. And they already in the media, not not KMOX, but like the New York Times, they they keep doing their strategies on how to portray Trump. So most of America were sort of like puppets. We're getting the news is telling us how to think about Trump, and so it was really hard for him. Uh, but I'm optimistic. I think he might win in Arizona. I used to be in the military. I think there's some people in Arizona that may have had, you know, some of their votes not counted. And I'm optimistic in Pennsylvania. So I'm hoping he wins by Arizona and Pennsylvania. And then, of course, he's going to recount Wisconsin. And there's some irregularities in Michigan, too. Mm. Yeah, Robert, thank you for your call. And the reason that you mentioned the votes not being counted is because in Arizona, apparently you can go onto the website and see if your vote has been counted yet. But because of that, some people have pointed out and they've done screenshots and we're even talking about some that are verified, meaning, you know, the blue check mark. Ooh, also saying that they went to go check their vote in Arizona and they noticed that, no, it has not been counted yet. So there's still a long way to go in Arizona. I find that the trends are changing and they're showing some. I, I keep seeing this graphic come up. If you were to go search for Arizona right now, the trends of Donald Trump rising and percent reported mark and Joe Biden falling. Is there just enough steam to have that change all the way around? I just don't know. I, I just feel like, again, it's Tom Brady and you're on your own 20 yard line and you got to drive all the way down the field and you got one last play. Is, is Donald Trump going to be Tom Brady or is Donald Trump going to be one of the other quarterbacks that will be forgotten? Uh, let's go to Randy. Welcome to Overnight America. Yes. Uh, I'm just rejoicing tonight because this narcissist 
habitual liar, uh, talk bad about the honorable late senator of Arizona. Now he's reaping, he's, he, he, he's sowing that now because, see, he talked bad about the war hero. And see, now it's coming to bite, to bite him in the tuchus. Mm-hmm. See, it's all coming back to roost on Mr. Trump. He's a joke. He's showed me a referendum on the United States of America. People who can Wait. defend the stuff that he says about people and look the other way and say, oh, he's not a politician yet, but he's a human being. And he, anyone who goes against Trump, he denounces them. He wants to humiliate them. He belittles them. He is the face of pure evil. He cares nothing about anyone else but Trump. Everything he does, he touts as the best thing since sliced bread. But he can never say nothing that he does wrong. He's a very dangerous person. And for anybody who can defend him on the things that he has said out of his own mouth, shame on you. And it's all over. Trump knows it. His team knows it. That's why he don't want anyone to count these votes that's coming in now, because they're 80% across the board for Joe Biden. Joe Biden will be your next president. Okay. Thanks for your call, Randy. I The, the whole idea of demonizing half of the country that voted for Donald Trump, yeah, I mean, it might not be 50%, 50%, but, you know, we're talking, you know, 60 million, 70, well, t- depending on how many different votes are coming in. Yeah, I mean, by the time this is all done, Donald Trump will have over 70 million votes to say that all those people are evil, just like Donald Trump for voting for him or patronizing his views on policy. He's done amazing things. I I think he has been a good president in the way that he's done um, uh, policy and the way that he's moved the country forward in many different respects. And what I'm also starting to see is a lot of people talking about the exit polling, that he's gained grounds on many of the different minorities uh, the Hispanic vote, the African-American vote, and the Asian vote. This is the exit polling showing that it's the largest number of non-white voters for a Republican president since 1960. That's amazing. To go back and look and say all of those people are evil, um, are traitors or whatever, that you've seen some of the other, like Maxine Waters and the head of the... NAACP came out and said, oh, you're all traitors. You know, if your your skin color is a certain way and you vote for Donald Trump. When I hear also calls like that and I hear these type of we're going to try to demonize all of these people and call them evil because they are to me shows that there was a very effective propaganda campaign by the DNC in order to do this. And there's still a very active propaganda campaign that's going out. This is what I think you'll find when you actually talk to people and you get to know them. And you actually try to understand why they believe the things they believe without trying to go in there and saying, well, no, obviously it's because you're evil. Um, I think there's a lot more people in the country that have noticed that this is dense and this isn't healthy, but they continue to fall into that trap. Uh, 314-436-7900. And I will say, anytime you talk to someone, you find that a lot of times the Republicans, the ones that voted for Donald Trump, are a lot more accepting of views that are different from their own than those that are on the other side. I think Republicans are more than willing to talk to you about any policy or any type of uh, issue. And what you find on the other side is, well, no, you're just going to get shouted down as an evil racist. And how do you even have a conversation with someone like that? 
I think that you'll find the tolerant party is the Republican Party when it comes to differencing uh, different opinions politically. And that, I think, gets proven <laughs> most nights when uh, someone calls in like that. This is Overnight America KMOX. News Radio 1120 KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. And welcome back to Overnight America. So trying to watch some of the more recent election results that came in. Uh, looking at some of the Senate results in Georgia, but about a half hour ago, there were some also results in Pennsylvania released. And as of right now, Donald Trump still has a lead in Pennsylvania by about 150, 160,000 votes. But, but it is narrow. They don't exactly know how many percentage of them are in 91 to 98 percent of the votes they estimate are in with him still going up all right let's take some more of your calls we're still waiting to see if anything in georgia or if anything in arizona comes out let's go to rob welcome to overnight america Ryan. Mm-hmm. thanks for taking hi rob go ahead sure uh, yeah um just a, i got a bunch of stuff here that, that i think needs to be talked about first of all you realize if biden gets elected He's almost automatically going to be a one-term president because of his age. He's not going to run again when he's, what, 82 years old? I mean, come on. So this works in our favor as a country because there's there's not going to be any thinking about, you know, winning another term. He's going to he's going to take command of things and, and try to knock something out here in one term. But then after that, you've got Kamala. Uh, and, and we're due for a woman president, and, and the Dems have no other candidate. If you think about it, they really don't have any other candidate but her. So so the Republicans, you know, they're going to have to go out and find some kind of superstar out there if, uh, because you can almost guarantee Biden is a one-term guy. And, and, and some other things here, I, I've been watching NBC's uh, election coverage for hours. Not one time have you seen any mention of California. Not one mention of it. And and you're looking at 55 electoral votes, and, and Biden has 253 now. That would, you know, it's a two-to-one vote count favoring Biden. He's already the projected winner, and yet nowhere is NBC even talking about California. I didn't, I didn't see it mentioned one time. And so it's... Is this because that would end the drama? I mean, are they just playing with us? Or there, there's no. It shows on the map that they're they're blue, uh, California, Oregon, and Washington. But I mean, if, if he indeed wins those, it doesn't matter what happens in Arizona or, or Pennsylvania, really, because that would that would already put him over uh, well over 270. It'd be almost a landslide. Well, those are already counted in the electoral map. So what you're seeing for California and Oregon and Washington are part of the number you're seeing on the screen. That's already been uh, on there. So they wouldn't go above the the 250 or whatever number you're seeing for Joe Biden. That wouldn't actually be above and beyond. They wouldn't double count California. I think there's probably a discrepancy of them not. No, they are added into the Electoral College. I think almost as soon as polls closed, they instantly gave it to Joe Biden. It's almost a, a shoe and a guarantee that it's going to be a democratic uh, state so almost immediately that was given to him but uh, thank you for your call it's interesting what's counted what's not counted some people wonder if there's some rogue questioning of uh, 
electors that may switch on the last minute if it's that close, how that could affect and impact things. People aren't really looking at some things that may change and it's out of the hands of the voter in general. Let's go to Charlie, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Oh, can you hear me there? Hello. I can. Okay. Uh, first of all, I'm the same age as Joe, okay? And I've, I've been a Democrat since I was six years old, the 1952 election. Mm-hmm. And But I felt kind of sorry for Trump originally back when uh, – Kim Jong-un was shooting off his missiles, and I wrote him a letter and all. But I didn't, I'd been on the road as a professional driver. By the way, I've been fired for age discrimination twice. I'm also a trained actor trying to get back into the field after all these years. I should have gone back to Hollywood after Vietnam, but I wasn't smart enough to know. And life has gone too fast. What I don't understand is all the right-wing, you, got, you, you young people, to me, it, we need to pray. We need to pray for this country. There are. There's Bush. The Bushes are not voting for Trump. Um, uh, Colin Powell, I believe, is not going to vote for Trump. Uh, Mrs. Uh, uh, Randy mentioned uh, the lady, the man from Arizona. By the way, I've lived in Arizona, and I know how far right they are, basically. So if they go Democrat, things are different, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know what okay. to tell you. But, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, Charlie. Yeah. Like, all the young uh, yeah. You, you know. Thanks. Yeah. You young people. You know. I. I like that. You know. Try to group as many people in. Um. Who says we're not praying for our country? I think, if anything, those that value religious freedoms are probably the same ones that vote for a Donald Trump, and those are probably the ones that are also praying for this country. I think also too that <laughs> you young people. It's so funny. It's. We want to just try to group people together as a group think. I feel like we're fully capable of independent thought. So I at least see myself as someone that could be uh, in that category. I, I could I could think for myself in that sense. So, you know, if you're directing that at me, I guess. <laughs> Let's go to Carl. Welcome to Overnight America. All right. I don't call radio talk shows that often, but I want you to take a second and listen to what you just said and think about what you just said you say that the republican party is the most tolerant party and most willing to discuss issues mm-hmm. you just lumped yourselves as the only ones the the ones with who support religious freedom as the ones to vote for donald trump well i'm not a republican or a democrat i'm an american i'm a free thinker i just generally think that our president is has treated us as a just a rotten, bullying type of human being. And it's been that way from the beginning. Never in my 50 years of being alive have I ever experienced a leader that has to put America first just relentlessly, telling everybody, showing everybody, extolling to everybody how great America is and how great he is and what a difference maker he is. That's not the way to lead. You should be humble, you should be strong, and you should be strong through your humility. And he has no humility. And the way, the way that this has gone down, it's effectively divided us all. This is the biggest divider-in-chief we've ever had. And, and the, I wish I had a dollar for every time you use the word they tonight. Because we're not a we anymore. We're a they because of leadership like this. It needs to stop. 
I'm actually more conservative than I am a progressive in, in, in anything. But it's the type of leader that pushes you forward that makes the difference. And this is the wrong guy. It's just yeah. he's the wrong guy. I don't know. It's in an election year. I don't know anyone that talks politics and doesn't say they. <laughs> I don't know if that's even possible. You know, when when you vote for someone, you have to make a decisive vote. So even if you're going to go to the polling place, you have to go and pull the ballot for someone if that's what you're deciding to do. Unless you're deciding to send it out and you're just not going to vote it either way. But I will point out that when you talk about the states that have punished churches and churchgoers, when you talk about the abortion debate and the way some of the very liberal states have decided to allow abortion up until the moment before birth or in some cases advocating for infanticide. You know, these are some pretty serious issues that a lot of people that value religious freedom don't want to be put into a position and don't want to endorse. But then they also look at what is my government going to punish me for being against these things? Are my government going to punish me for going to uh, church, but they won't punish me if I go out and start rioting? You know, what's what's the deal with this? So I think if we're going to talk about them and they, we can look at the states and what leadership they're under and who's persecuting or prosecuting, I should rather say, people are threatening to prosecute people that are churchgoers and then the ones that aren't. And I think it's pretty clear that you're going to see a pretty red state, blue state divide in that sense. Um, let's go to break. We'll take some more of your calls coming up. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. It's Overnight America KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com on KMOX. And Overnight America is happy to welcome your opinions in there. Even if you disagree with me, I love uh, people that disagree with me. 314-436-7900. See, it's the tolerance on this much more than what you would find on a left-leaning talk show. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, jo- I'm saying that jokingly, please. <laughs> Let's go to Kevin. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I think uh, your last caller doesn't realize how much he's been propagandized by the media. If you just watch the president's news conferences and see the reporting that comes out later, then he would realize how biased the mass media has been. But anyway, my question is this, and this is what I don't understand. Um, I still think the president has a chance because of Georgia, Pennsylvania, and North Carolina, if he wins those and gets three additional, I believe it's three or four additional um, delegates, he wins. But the media's reporting, the public tally suddenly came to a stop. I mean, why can't Alaska finish tallying their votes? CBS News has 58%, and it's been stuck on that all day long, Mm. showing Trump with a clear lead. But we don't get results on that. Why did Nevada suddenly stop tallying their votes? It's the easiest state in the country. It's only a million votes. They can't tally those. It stopped. All media public tallying has ceased. Why is Mm. that? That's a good point. I can't find an answer. Same thing last night when everyone was refreshing their computer screen over and over again to see if the number was changing and it wasn't. And you thought to yourself, what do you mean? You're going to go to you're going to leave it at this tonight It's election night. I thought you stay there until you have the final result. But when in the past, ever happened, yeah, in the past, we haven't seen this much mail in. Hundred million or so that came in through the mail, or absentee dropped off, whatever it may be. That's an awful lot to process. I feel like the manpower to process that. Sometimes, if they feel it's a it's a guarantee, as in, hey, you know, Trump's going to get 
Alaska, and we got enough, and it would almost have to mean, you know, more than 100%. Like, Biden, 150% in order to take the state based on what we've already counted for Trump, then they stop, right? They, they basically do it to save time and money. I don't think that's necessarily a good thing, but you make a good point. Thank you very much for calling in. Let's go to Barbara. Welcome to Overnight America. To say I voted for Trump, and I voted for him because he kept us out of war. He kept us from losing our ambassador in Libya, which uh, on the uh, Obama administration we lost our ambassador in Libya. He was he was killed, and two of his other people. Uh, Trump made the economy strong. He gave more jobs to people. People were more working before the coronavirus. He tried to get the he's trying to get the uh, uh, immunization for coronavirus. He's working hard. He's trying to help the American people. He's got the fracking going in the in Pennsylvania. He's got the oil industry going throughout the United States. We're producing more oil, and we're distributing out throughout the world oil products. He's made. Uh, he's got a. He's got NAFTA straightened out. NAFTA. We got a new agreement with NAFTA with. Uh, Mexico and uh, Canada. He's uh, he's uh, straightened out the border, where the border people aren't coming over the border like crazy and not illegals, and uh, and coming across the border. And I was in the military for 15 years. I saw him coming over the border with not with um, night vision goggles coming across the border. And the border police were chasing them around, and they caught some of them. And the thing about it is, is they're not coming over the border anymore illegally into Colorado and into uh, Mexico, uh, Arizona, and into California, and uh, bringing drugs in and doing other things and uh, bringing diseases in. They brought the H1N1 in from Mexico into the United States. They bring they brought the tuberculosis into the United States, into Texas. And now that's well, not happening anymore. Yeah. Real quick, so you um what's your level of confidence? Do you feel like Trump is going to be able to come back and win? I think he's going to win. Okay, I know he's won Georgia and I know he's won um Alaska. It's and close. Uh, yeah, I'm it's going to be sure very close. About anything else, I know he's won Pennsylvania because of the fracking, because those people need their jobs. Yeah, and they need fracking. I hope they do it. They need the right, oil we, company. Thank, thank you very much, Barbara. We got to we got to go to the next call. But thank you for that. Okay, so she thinks uh, Trump is going to be able to make a comeback. I want to go to Rick next. Uh, welcome to Overnight America, Rick. Hi. Hi, Rick. Are you there? Oh, maybe Rick's not there. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm here. Oh, there this we go. Rick. Rick. Hi, Rick. This, yeah, this technology is good when it works. <laughs> when know. it's not, well, then there's a lot of problems. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to give you some wisdom, if I may. Mm-hmm. Um, as a person that's had experience and experienced a lot of stuff uh, in my uh, 68 years as a blind person, as a human being. Mm-hmm. Now, Dan was talking about family mm-hmm. uh, and politics. Uh, you know, I don't like you because you vote for Trump, or I don't like you because of this and that. You vote for this one, people cut people out. Okay. 
you want to do that. Well, here's something to think about. I've gone to a lot of funerals, and I've touched caskets. I'm not bragging about it. I'm not proud of it. But I want to tell you something. If you sit down and talk to a clergyman, I've been a part of several uh, grief support groups. In fact, I helped one get off the ground here in St. Louis Mm -hmm. back in the early 2000s. But you go to sit down and talk to clergy people. Now, I'm not saying break confidences, that kind of stuff. I'm too intelligent for that. Mm-hmm. But what if you sit down and talk to a person about death as in general, a lot of people, these people may tell you that when they go and officiate at a wake or funeral, and that what happens many a time, you have a case of coulda, shoulda, woulda. Mm-hmm. It happens a whole lot of times. If I only made peace with right. this particular person, and what wow. they don't realize, what they don't realize is that when that person is in a body bag, I witnessed my late wife being put in a body bag when she died. Mm. I hate have hated zippers. Ever since oh, January the second of two thousand, yeah. Rick, and what I'm happens sorry. is that when they get in there, they don't realize. I totally, totally get you. I'm sorry, we're running up towards the break, but Rick is so right. There's going to be a point where it's too late. He is so right. Fighting over politics, things like that. Don't. This is overnight America. Came on. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 